Hello and welcome to Download Radio. Tonight we're going to be talking about Area 51 on our episode number three. Uh, tonight I'm here with a good friend of mine, um, Kyler. Hey, what's up? Yeah, this is going to be a good episode. There's uh, there's a lot of things we could talk about with uh, Area 51, and uh, yeah, no, me too. I'm excited me too. So, um, uh, did you want to start it off? Did you want to say something? Okay. Yeah, sure. Um, I guess I guess we can start the easiest point. There is <clears throat> we can we can sort of branch from the the what we do right. know. The, the, the question there within being though is do I, I don't I don't want to go out and say that I know that it happened but do you know if area 51 was actually part of the Manhattan project or not? Mm, wow uh, I no I haven't even heard of the Manhattan project what's that about you don't know what the Manhattan project <laughs> no <laughs> it's the thing that allowed us to develop nuclear oh, weapons. Um. In great wars, we dropped the money. Okay, well, and <laughs> what year did that take place? <laughs> uh, 1942. Well, okay, then. Well, no, I didn't know that, but I mean, that probably sounds. I mean, if we're lining up the timeline, kind of sounds like maybe that's why, you know, area or. You know, aliens made contact. Maybe they saw us dropping nukes and stuff. But I don't know. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go. Ahead. But I mean, currently it's used as weapon testing, weapon facility, uh, nuclear testing. I don't know. It just doesn't seem too far off. Huh. Uh, no, the Area Fifty One, um, also referred to as Groom Lake, uh, it was built around uh, I believe yeah around 1956 so that's a couple years after um, by by quite a bit uh, almost a whole decade later Wow so <clears throat> maybe it was maybe it was just after yeah because the Manhattan project ran um, uh, Oak Ridge uh, Los Alamos Chicago Hanford and then it ran in British Columbia, Ontario, and some of the Northwest hmm. Territories as well, in Canada. So I wonder if the development there within of said nuclear weapons didn't lead to then a decade later building an area that was more specifically designed for testing rather than production. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I mean, you think about it, though. You, you've got... How, how how large is it? Uh, what area fifty one? Yeah, the, it's it's what like a twenty mile range around it that is just no. Well, like no the size of the base out. is six miles wide by ten miles long. So it's uh it's pretty big, and I guess uh, very recently the uh, federal government has seized an additional eighty five thousand acres surrounding the base to keep observers at a distance. So, that's pretty sketchy, honestly. Um, yeah. You know, I'm looking, I'm trying to figure out, like, what the actual 
range around it is. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, no. World War Two. it was used um, for bomb testing and artillery practice, but it was not part, it was, as far as I can tell, or at least not that has been made blatantly obvious. It does not appear to have been part of the Manhattan oh. Project. But we did get things from there, like Project Oxcart, apparently, hmm. uh, which ran with Lockheed Martin and was part of uh, the the anti-radar, anti-detection testing, and the I think four or five planes that came out Pretty of that. Pretty much a lot of shit went down. Yeah, it, it's it's a it's a giant nothingness in the middle of the desert, filled to the teeth with military technology. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I wonder with the amount of size that they though, and the amount of testing that they do, there's there has to be. There's no way that there's not a diverse underground bunker. Yeah, I guess that's what like the the S four is, the S four part of it. Uh, it's a parcel of land that is part of Area 51. The most secret research actually takes place there. Or so we've been told. I mean, I... <laughs> yeah, Ooh, secret? Secretive. Hardly. This military base is so well known that every <laughs> school kid in America recognizes its name. <laughs> it's been... <laughs> you have to think about that, though. For as large as it is, like... We, we, normally when it comes to defense or military bases, you, you know, you think like Fort Knox or something, oh, and yeah. you know, that's, that's literally a, a, a building filled with vaults that is then placed smack dab in, I think, the largest uh, military base that we have continentally. And then you look at Area 51, and it's just nothingness or surrounded by this, like, do not cross. Oh, yeah. Like, the, the, sure, there's some buildings. Um, there, there has to be, <clears throat> but like the the trade-off there, like Fort Knox, the the strength comes from like oh, there's constantly people, there's constantly vehicles, there's co constantly surveillance, there's 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 presence there. Whereas like Area 51, I think gets more of that protection from like what's there. We don't know, but if you go and try to find out, we'll kill you. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. That screams interesting to me <laughs> it screams anything else that the american government does at the same level which is we're totally not doing anything sinister here nothing at all all right all right so we gave some facts about location we talked about some of the very known projects, you know, the, the surface stuff, the, peop the, the things that they want you to know, right, right? What do you know about J-Rod? The uh, supposed alien that uh, <laughs> was captured and um, some guy, I'm trying to remember his name. Um, J-Rod... Uh, from Beyond Area 51, the book by Mac Malone, one of the two greys that crashed in the yeah, 50s, yeah. I think. Supposedly he was housed at the base. Uh, 
and I, I'm guessing he was like a 70-year-old retired engineer. Um, <laughs> yeah, he says he worked for 30 years designing reproductions of a, uh, alien flying saucer. He also says he has seen gray aliens being beings during his work on the project. Uh, J-Rod says his former employers have given him permission to speak semi-publicly about his true experiences in order to help prepare the American public about the truth of alien presence. I mean, wow. Um, let's see. Uh, I don't know. That, that, that begs the question. You know, the early 50s, we didn't have things like Photoshop or you know, digital cameras. Yeah. So, the and but there's like, you, you're not going to go out and dig into your, your national public library and find, you know, de, you know classified or even declassified <laughs> files with, you know, say, Polaroids. And, you know, like, oh, look, that's a Polaroid of J-Rod. Like, there he is shaking some, like, He's shaking that dude's hand. They're sharing it. Yeah, himself. yeah. There's a lot of those like pictures sometimes that like if you dig enough, you can see like the the so-called alien shaking hands with, like an old president or something. It's like oh my god, like how how would this even be on Google? You know how would they not take that out and not censor it? You know it's just it's kind of bullshit. But I you know a big part of me wishes it was real, but I mean it it's hard to justify. <laughs> All right. You know, it begs the question, though, for if, say, it were like actually hyper real and it got like wiki leaked out at a time like this, um, and it like immediately was taken down, that would wouldn't that raise more suspicion rather than to just be like, oh yeah, look, people are speculating mm. about something that probably isn't real See, that's on true. the internet. See, that's, oh, a, that's no. actually a good tactic as well. You know, you put something out, and it could be as ridiculous as, say, the alien autopsies, you know? For all we know, that could be real. And we're, it's just like, oh, no, you know, you know, they haven't redacted it, so it's clearly fake. But maybe that's just to throw us off, you know? I think everything is <laughs> kind of to, like, the, the, the concept of deception is... You, you flood um, um, an area with information, and somewhere in that information is the truth, and the rest of it is half truth or false or oh, you mean like mislead? That sounds like the Denver airport where they're just like, yeah, no, here's all of this, um, you know, World War Three fear propaganda, um, or you know, um, hinting at a new world order, but you know, it's it's all just a, a conspiracy. Wait, is that the airport that just built, like, a, a couple million dollar wing that was supposed to be a new, like, the new terminal, and then just, it just Well, I believe there? it's in use, but it's, like, they overpaid, like, by millions on the value, like, the net value of it or something. And some people um, <laughs> theorized that there's, like, an underground base there or something. And, like, it was the... Um, you know, it, it had a, um, like a horse stallion, like a, a, like a demon horse. And supposedly the day it was put up, it killed somebody or something, but that, that's getting off topic a little bit. <laughs> that was a little bit of a, what the hell is it called? 
that fall into the Weston Hotel project? I don't think so. Maybe. Um, let's see. We've got... I just looked this up. Um, the new Weston Hotel at Denver National Airport is scheduled to open nine months before. When is this from? 2015. Okay. No, that's... Okay, this is just the actual hotel itself. Mm -hmm. I see here. Alright, let's get back to Area 51. Yeah, yeah. let's stop talking about hotels. There's a hiatus <laughs> there, but I like it. Alright. So, okay. So, let's assume then that, like, let, let's assume that there are grays, and let's assume that, you know, there, that J-Rod was there, or is there. Not, but yeah, okay. I don't, I don't know. What, what, what's well, the life I believe if you like, I believe like if you go in the backstory a little bit more, I think he I think he died, um, in custody or something because he was just dying because our atmosphere or something like that. I don't I don't know, I don't remember offhand. I'd have to look it up. But... <laughs> because our our atmosphere immediately oxidizes everything <laughs> it comes in contact with. Maybe I mean, he probably just didn't have a breathing regulator. I don't know. Supposedly he's a silicone. War of the world. He died of the common cold. I don't know, man. <laughs> you can't make this shit up. <laughs> I, I okay. can you though? All right. All right. I think I think you can. I think some of yeah. Probably I mean, could. it could be just one big, you know, um, lore-based thing, for lack of a better word. Anyways, let's talk about Bob Lazar. Physicist Bob Lazar has claimed he has worked on alien spacecraft at Area 51. Lazar says that nine alien saucers are housed there to learn how they work. That's reverse engineering for all you techno geeks. Lazar's saga, or saga, sorry there, is long and controversial. After coming forward and making his statements, Lazar's records of employment and evidence of his attending school all disappeared. He was later indicted and plea bargained on charge of um, pandering and solicitation. However, wait, what? What did he? Um, plea bargaining or plea bargained? Oh, oh, wait, wait. No, that's, uh, let's that's see. What, uh, oh, uh, pandering and solicitation. Yeah, yeah, it's oh, weird. It says here, um, right, right, just on the the wiki for it. Uh, legal problems. In 1990, Lazar was arrested for aiding and abetting Whoa. a prostitution ring. Uh, this was reduced to a felony pandering, which, to which he pleaded guilty. So there we go. Naughty. Uh, it also says a former acquaintance from Los his Los Alamos days, which is um, another one of the bases that was involved in the Manhattan Project. There we go. Um, claims that Lazar was fired for using government equipment to work <laughs> on his cars. Hmm. Well then. That's a nice Porsche you got there, Lazar. You're fired. Give me that car. Damn, damn, damn. Huh. Okay. He started as a photojournalist, apparently. Taking good photos, huh? Um, he has degrees from the California Institute of Technology, the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, and... Uh... Or so, or more sorry, specifically, he claims to hold. Um, but there apparently are not any actual records to support those claims. Well, 
Um, uh, apparently, he took an electronics courses in the late 1970s uh, at a junior college in Los Angeles. Uh, and his occupation was listed as a self-employed uh, document photo processor. Well, all right. So what about him? What about this guy and his crazy reverse engineering of space well, I technologies? Mean, supposedly in the uh, alien conspiracists or conspiracy side of things, he's supposed to be pretty, um, uh, what is it, reliable, legit or something. A lot of people say, you know, he's uh, credible, but... Um, I mean, there's information on it, but uh, finding it right now is probably just not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. He also has, a, apparently he's got quite a couple legal issue run, uh, legal run-ins uh, when it comes to the transportation of, sorry, more specifically, the legal transportation of both nuclear material and chemicals used to make illegal fireworks and the transportation of those said things into the country through purchase, um, and through across state lines within the country as well. All right, now that's fucking sketchy. We've got ourselves uh, one of those homegrown anarchists. Uh, apparently, he also he Lazar and his longtime friend Gene Huff run a festival called Desert Blast, an annual festival for Explodaholics. So basically, they have a in the middle of the Nevada desert. Um, it's, you know, go out with your homemade bombs and rockets and jet-powered vehicles and other highly dangerous, legal, explosive, and or, you know, fire-based things and show it off to everybody, which probably has at, lar at least a large part to do with why he's had legal trouble with, you know, explosives. So pretty much what material. you're saying is he's just a badass. We've got ourselves a... Uh, a real life MacGyver. That's amazing. Here. All right, so I'm just gonna wildfire some of the um, conspiracy theories surrounding the area. Okay. Supposedly, right. um, in Area 51, they, of course, these are conspiracy theories, <laughs> um, developed a means of weather control, which I'm guessing that's the uh, Project Harp that has a lot of controversy. Um, what, like pellet seeding? Well, no, I guess they shoot some type of um, energy waves or something into the sky, and it can actually change the weather. Oh, because if, if, I, if I remember correctly, and I could be completely spitballing here, but I believe there's a type of chemical pellet that can be seeded yeah, into um, like the, the upper atmosphere, and as it falls, it you know, collects moisture. Um, I'm not sure how. Uh, here, let I mean, me yeah, see it, if I can look that up. Yeah, Continue yeah, with right. your wildfire here. Yeah, and I'll just I'll keep spitballing. Let's see. Um, development of time travel technology. Um, development of teleportation technology. Um, obviously, the re <laughs> reverse engineering of alien UFOs. Um, Beam me up, Scotty. Yeah. The examination of living and dead extraterrestrials recovered from crashed UFOs. Um, 
let's see, collaboration of the U.S. government with extraterrestrials. Um, I, I think I must be spitballing. I can't. We'll just look up Project Heart. Specific here. Let's see, the use of the base to create and support a one-world government. Um, I mean, that's kind of already happened. Just look at, you know, David Rockefeller. Fucking, I mean, come on. Just get with it, people. Anyways, uh, the creation of advanced energy weapons. That'll be the day. Genetic engineering of human extraterrestrial hybrids utilizing alien species recovered from the area that's pretty creepy and kind of cool but scary at the same time let's see uh the creation ex and expansion of camouflage and uh yeah camouflage technology that disappears to the human eye wow i mean that's cool the the actual harp project um, was the high altitude research project. The, it appears that one of the major uh, goals there within was to fire a payload into space from, like, to fire a missile payload into space really? from a, like, emplaced weapon, uh, like, weapon system. Huh. Uh, in fact, uh, there's actually a picture of one of them that is abandoned um, in Barbados weird could have sworn it was something to do with weather huh um yeah the the concept was for uh a gun fired satellite uh through the 1970s 1980s um maybe that's just the cover now <laughs> maybe that's just the cover up it was funded by it was helped the uh, stop hussein agreed to fund the project uh it was also there was also a lot of uh research and testing into like high altitude re-entry for both payloads and vehicles and things like scud missiles so this appeared to be more of an icbm kind of wow huh hmm um well, let's see. Hold on. The last thing on this list was uh, the development of an underground railroad that runs across the continent, which there are a lot of uh, you know underground bases supposedly. I mean, that's that's really a topic for yeah, uh, another I mean, podcast, really. Um, like the uh... heck, we've we've got all the ones that even are in like known train stations, like FDR's yeah, train line. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Hell, we th we've made the tunnel. Humans made the channel. We have trains under yeah. the ocean. Yeah. Screw it. We probably have them running continentally between bases oh, by this yeah. point. Yeah. Who, who's to say we don't? Okay. Um, while the HAARP, um, so the HARP, and weather control has been called a conspiracy theory um, by mainstream media and government officials during a Senate hearing on Wednesday, this is from 2014. Uh, David Walker, Deputy Assistant Secretary of the Air Force for Science, Technology, and Engineering, dropped a bombshell in answer to a question asked by Lisa Murkowski in relation to the dismantling of a $300 million high-frequency active auroral research program in Gancona this summer. What the 
hell is gang? No, unimportant. Um, Walker said it's not an area we have any need for in the future. Uh, it would not be good use of Air Force research funds to keep this going. Moving on to other ways of managing the ionosphere, which is what HARP was really designed to do, uh, to inject energy into the ionosphere to be able to actually control it. But that work has been completed. Huh. Um, many believe that it was used for weather control uh, with enough juice to trigger hurricanes, tornadoes, etc., etc., etc. Al Gore did it. Um, but the okay, this is not the first time a public official has uh, acknowledged that harp and weather control is not only possible but has been uh -huh. and continues to be used as a super weapon. Uh, evidenced by a statement in 1997 by former U.S. Defense Secretary William Cohen, where he said, "Quoted." Others being terrorists are engaged in an even or engaged even in an ecotype of terrorism whereby they can alter the climate, set off earthquakes uh, and volcanoes remotely through the use of electromagnetic waves. So there are plenty of ingenious minds out there that are looking or sorry that are that are at work uh, finding ways in which they can wreak terror uh, upon other nations. It's real, and that's the reason why we have to intensify our uh, counterterrorism efforts so um, yeah. i don't know it it, it seems it seems a little far-fetched to me but you know at the same time the the planet does have electromagnetic fields circling it yeah I don't, you know i don't think it's that difficult because i mean i'm trying to remember what the year was but like a long time ago probably like 50 67 years uh years ago somebody did develop something that was like a rainmaker uh I can't really remember the guy's name, but I I know there was like, yeah, like it shot spores or something into the sky, and you could make it rain or something. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Like, it's it's like seeded pellets. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. All right. Well, do you know we uh, moving on a bit? Have you heard about the? Um, <laughs> The Alien Exchange Program. <laughs> what? Like, like well, we get think them, of... like, oh, hey, come on down from the Andromeda Galaxy and bring your interstellar passport. We're going we're gonna to put you up in, in a secret underground bunker in IUP and let you study Earth calculus. And we'll, we'll give you all kinds of intergalactic outreach programs for your, 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 your study abroad. <laughs> Like you can come to us, but apparently well, no, we can't. No, that's where you're wrong. Supposedly <laughs> they, you know, think of like the, uh, the, the, you know, like the, like a Japanese boy coming and and swapping with like an American boy, and then they they go to each other's locations. Supposedly this happened with aliens. Like an alien was, you know, uh, here, and we traded like a human to send to their, I guess, a Andromeda galaxy, and. Um, <laughs> they were it went on for like a couple of years or something there was like an on and off kind of thing that happened well you like you go to like king's cross and I, buy a ticket for this I don't know. like you ring nasa hi nasa i'd like to i'd like to audition for your alien outreach program i don't have any stds and i'd love to go to space fucking sign me up fucking i'll go <laughs> <laughs> uh, i'll drive i'll even drive the winnebago come on guys <laughs> 
I mean, no, that'd be neat. That's some, uh, that's some men in black. I mean, what right better there. way to, like, learn of, uh, you know, a different race of, uh, aliens, you know? Just fucking trade them off. Yeah. Go all, go all Justice League and learn in an alternate reality or dimension as well. I would be well. so a part of that. Oh, man. Can you, can you imagine, though? Imagine, like, imagine doing that. Imagine the time dilation Ooh. there with him. Like, you come back, you're like, guys, I've learned things, and you so come, pretty come much, back to, like, what is essentially probably to you a new world order that so, forgot that you so left pretty, or something, didn't so know. Much, you show up and like, we don't know what you are. Get on the ground. Like, you I sent me, so come what on. you're talking about is Interstellar, right? <laughs> Please tell me you saw that movie. If you didn't see that, see that movie. Sure. Watch it. Is that, is, that, is that the one with the watch and the, the, the fourth dimension and yeah. his daughter? And they go and they've got the robots that are just rectangles and it, they roll. That I need one of those motherfuckers. In in yes. <laughs> right? Can't believe I can't like that was that was like the third space movie that that Matt Damon was in in the course of like a year and a half. He's really. We need to stop spending money to save Matt Damon yeah. from space. Poor guy. Leave him up there. Clearly, he's part of the he's part of the outreach yeah. program. <laughs> <laughs> all right well here is i just I, I went a little deep here this is an interview between oh i can't even pronounce that fucking name um some douchebag and um and and sergeant some stone douchebag. went as follows okay oh wait uh mr I, I, you know i'm gonna butcher this but i'm gonna go for it boy boy john boy john Oh my god, that doesn't... Oh my god, it sounds like I'm making this fucking name up. Anyways, Mr. Boy John... Uh, uh is this like the... B-O-Y. Uh, Sergeant Clifford Stone, interviewed by Ed Comerick, latest UFO News, Project Camelot? Well, no. Is that what we're talking no. about? No. Alright. Yeah. Please continue that. So, yeah, like Mr. Boy... Boy... Boy John or something... Uh, of UFO Universe, I guess that's his company or whatever, so we're just going to call him Mr. Universe, because that just rolls off the tongue better. And uh, Sergeant Stone went as follows, okay? Um, in reference to Condor's statement about Area 51 in the state of Nevada, what do you personally feel about this in your studies? Uh, Clif uh, Clifford Stone said, I believe that the American people have a right to know what is going on. Um, Mr. Universe, do you feel there's a war going on, perhaps, between different types of aliens? Uh, he said, yes, I do. I believe what is presently termed the Greys may very well be the entities that the U.S. government has the pat, uh, pat with right now. And they are not necessarily the good guys. Oh, wow, okay. Um, do you feel that these Grey guys are evil? Well, <laughs> there are some things I prefer not to talk about, but I'll tell you this much. First, I believe that there is a god. Ah, well, discredit this guy instantly. Just fuck it. Nope, this guy's not legit at all. I mean, he's really <laughs> god. He's fucking bullshit. No, no, I, I'm joking. <laughs> I don't. I mean, if 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 we've got aliens, who's to say? Maybe there's a giant Jewish I mean, sky daddy out there. I'll go into this. I believe in a creator, but it ain't it ain't God. Okay. 
something out there. Whether that be the, the universe as the creator, because, I mean, it is, or, you know, something. Anyways, let's move on. <laughs> and I firmly believe that God made man in all intelligent life to be a free agent, to choose his own validity. Abductions are real. Um, abductions are taking place. People are being forced to undergo uh, and partake in various experiments for whatever reason by our alien visitors. Um, what else would you give the impression that these guys are evil cut and dry is there a case you can cite oh man okay this is superstition one gentleman who was doing research into it reported a military intrusion on an alien base right here in New Mexico well the military tried to go in and take over the base um it was mentioned that a similar event took place in Nevada. 66 servicemen were supposedly killed there. The aliens had the base. It was an underground base, and allegedly the military sent in some of the elite forces, probably equated to a Delta Force elite anti-terrorist force, if you wish. Um, you know, hearing that, I think that I think they're talking about the Dulce base. Um, I don't know if you know anything about that, um, which does this fall into the the his his thing? Um, if you go like you can actually like go through Clifford Stone's uh, like through some of the stuff that he said. Is this fall into like the tall whites? I don't know actually. Ah, uh, theory here. No, I don't know. Uh, at tall uh, whites. Uh, um, we've got tall whites at Nellis Air Force. Supposedly. Well, this interview this interview is not going anywhere. Talk about um, talk about that a little bit. That's kind of interesting. What? All right. Um, when aliens or UFOs are mentioned, some people say it's just a hoax. Yada yada yada. Uh, the following is the story of Charles Hall of Albuquerque, New Mexico. He says that he's one of those true believers. Um, I'll throw you a link okay. for this as well. Um. It says that uh, tall whites uh, stand more than some stand more than eight feet tall, run forty miles an hour, and live eight hundred years. They speak like a dog barking or a bird chirping, similar to Egyptian hieroglyphics. Or write similar to Egyptian hieroglyphics and have learned English quite easily. They have large blue eyes that wrap partway around their heads, small noses, tiny ears. Uh, their thumbs are small with four slender fingers, two claw-like appendages instead of fingernails. Thin, straight, blonde hair. So, so we're thinking like what? Like the guys from Camino? Four long, slender. Are they, are they gonna make us some two like claw appendages as fingernails? <laughs> trying to imagine that right now. <laughs> they like to recreate, procreate, uh, and their children, which are considerably shorter in size, are fun-loving. See, but where? How do they know that? The children enjoy hide and seek, but also like how do they know that? Soft, soft objects. <laughs> Since their bodies are frail, bruising easily, mothers are highly devoted to their children in the nth degree, existing solely for the purpose of meeting the needs of their offspring. They believe in a tit for tat system. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, and believe what? that they're... <laughs> yeah, blood for blood. Okay. Um. Hold on, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm I just scanning right. through this. I just saw. There we go. Although they are highly individualistic, some, one similar characteristic they have, they, they all have chalky white 
complexions, very chalky white complexions. Uh, for this reason, they've been called tall whites. And for this reason, most people think they are nothing but fictional characters conjured up from past Star Trek episodes. It, I mean, it, it, it sounds like it sounds like the guys from Kamino. I mean, they Star seem Wars. to know a lot about these tall oh, whites. Oh, I mean... for your clones. Oh, God. All right. This is interesting. And I'm sure it's 100% credible. They may have come from this, from near the star Arcturus, about 36 light oh, wow. years away. Huh. Alright, let's talk about what could possibly be going on deep, deep within Area 51. Um, the S4 or whatever. Um, supposedly that is a, um, that's rumored to be where the aliens are working. Um, the aliens that, uh, yeah, that, that, that live there or work there or whatever. Um, let's just kind of theorize on, like, our own little theories on what we possibly think or what we believe could possibly be going on if they are there. Um, They're making weapons. They're making intergalactic weapons. Well, if, well, let's assume yeah. that all the things that can be said have been said. Think about it this way. If you were an alien race and you found America... The country that has gunned its way into a world presence. <laughs> you would probably be like, hey, we'll trade you some of our guns for some of your guns, and then we'll come to you with some of our stuff and help you put it together with some of your stuff and give you much better weapons and targeting systems, etc., etc., etc. Flip side, when the things that hate us that are also coming from the stars come <laughs> and knock in, you get to help us blow it out of the sky. So you think that they are... They're, they're strictly <laughs> just making weapons. They're, they're, they're just fuel-bent on destruction of, of what exactly? The rest the, of the world, I guess? Anything? Think, think about it, though. Intel intelligent creatures seem to want to be very warlike against each other to get, push their own personal gains. Why not cash in on that? I mean, it's not like you—it's not like you're going to like. Oh, I'm going to go down to Cambridge and 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 you know, listen to Professor like Zhilong Haofeng from you know Asia talk about how he's brought in uh, these 17 aliens that just showed up one day and were like, "These noodles are great. Can we go to college for free?" Okay, I'll give you that. So that's your that's your that's your theory, right? If they're working with the government, if they're working with the military, it's it's weapons. That's, I mean, it's just yeah, yeah. I can't I'm, I can't really I'm argue all. with you there. I mean, we are hell bent on destruction of pretty much anything that's not us. Um, or the yeah, things true. that even We're are so self-destructing. It's a little yeah, bit different. Yeah, I don't we, like we it. Kill it. our own just because. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Can you imagine that? The Republicans already hate things like choice and the gays. Can you imagine choice, the gays, and oh, aliens? Shit, we hate aliens from this planet. <laughs> All right. Can you, can you imagine interstellar racism? Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah, that'd be pretty damn uh, brutal. 
Well, I mean, you know, there's the greys, there's the reptilians, the, uh, the insectoids, I mean... <laughs> The, oh no no you forgot my favorite oh, my yeah? favorite brand of alien in 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 that list the Scientologist. Yes. <laughs> they're, the worst. they're clearly they're the most evil. I mean at least they 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 got it right though they they got it right. We we do have two moons. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah okay. no Scientology that was one of their things they're like and the Earth has two Man, moons. Scientology is fucking weird. So of man. course. So of course, of all the religions, to catch something weird and get it right, that's you know, the one. That sounds like a fucking great first date idea. You know, just just take her to to some Scientology convention, and you know, if you guys get the same bit of rise out of it, you know, <laughs> you're fucking you're fucking made for each other. You know, <laughs> just go. You know. <laughs> It sounds like a great first date. Hey, you seem like a real nice lady. Let's go get indoctrinated. Where? Where were you thinking? I don't know. Scientology? And then she's like, yes. Then she's the one. Yeah. <laughs> it's what I've always wanted. Take me to the stars. We'll drink yeah, the Kool-Aid. Yeah. Leave, leave that office open. <laughs> because blah, uh, what's his name is going to come back. He's going to come back. He's going to be reincarnated or something. That's a reference to something. I can't remember what it is. But anyways, okay, do you have any other possible theories on what could be going down in Area 51 S4? Um, like, like, let's say, let's say the race is a human, like, I mean, let's say America wasn't hell-bent on destruction, okay? Let's say maybe there was a, a, a better agenda afoot. What do you think that would be? Space drugs. Space drugs, huh? Hmm. Not like, it's not like, not like, uh, like, man, this reefer's from Mars, but like, pharmaceuticals. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Think about that. Ooh. No, there's, there's so bacteria almost everywhere. Like, kind of, this is kind of like a reference to an X-File episode. Um, so pretty much something that can easily cure cancer. Like, pretty much instantly, right? And not even that, just the ability to, you know, you think about it, you've seen War of the Worlds, the thing that, like, oh, they beamed down, they sent their ships here first, and then they came later, and then they started harvesting us, and then the cold killed them. <laughs> they, they died of the flu. You know, you think about that, you know, any, like, any alien yeah, particle that enters your system that could cause harm to you, you know, we as humans have, you know, immune systems that just that are developed for the world that we live in. We have, you know, antibiotics. We have all of this medicine that's developed to help fight the things that are So here. pretty much what you're saying is like... And they're specifically... Yeah, they're, yeah, and they're designed for people. They're not designed so for... So pretty much like things. the end of science where the water kills them. <laughs> where the water kills the aliens, right? Just, you know, they touch the water, they die. No. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, here's some theories that, yeah, well, I kind of believe in. I mean, maybe not, I, well, okay, I'm not going to say I believe in it, okay? But I could see as it, I could see it as a possibility, okay? Um, okay. Yeah, plausible, plausible, definitely. Um, you know, supposedly the greys are a dying race 
of aliens. And that is why they need um, us, our genetic makeup, to um, kind of make a hybrid version of themselves. Um, Interstellar yeah, half-elf. And that's why they abduct... <laughs> That's, that's what they've yeah, been doing the abductions so they can get, you know, the eggs and the sperm of the human race so that they can genetically mod, uh, modify. And, uh, you know, that's why a lot of people who claim that they were abducted also claim that they've met <laughs> their alien children. And <laughs> it's... it's um, definitely weird you have to is there like a is there a legal side to that like do you have to pay child support See, I, on, on one I of those mean... like hey I've, I've got a i've got a kid ninety-seven thousand light years away uh he, he beamed here you know last christmas and, and we hung out for a couple hours uh do, do, I have, do I have to pay child support on that i mean yes but i feel like it would take anywhere between 50 to like five thousand years to to you know make its way to that location like, how, how am I gonna process that? Like, hi, Chase Bank. I, yeah, I need to. I need to. I need to wire money somewhere. Where? Uh, off world. They hung up. Why did, why did they hang up? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah maybe plausible. Um. Yeah. So, Stargates. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. If, if that's what they're doing, they're building Stargates. Stargates. <laughs> Weird. Like, we build them here, and then we send them out with the other things when they go home, and when, when and if they make it home again, they put it somewhere, and then we have transportation. <laughs> there you go. That there, There's my two cents. All right. We're reaching about 40 seven minutes here okay what are your closing conclusions to all of this like if you had to um i don't know if 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 they're out there and if they're abducting people for their sperm <laughs> and they want to have alien babies who are um, we to say no and if, they, if 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 you're if you are an alien from anywhere that is not earth or if you even are an alien that was born on Earth, and you want to have some crazy, it sounds like babies, some like you, you, sex you, you, you call or me, you know, you, you, like, like you, you get my number with your crazy, you know, governmental powers and your alien space technology. I will take you to like Wendy's or something, and we can, we can rock the, the back of a moving truck or something. <laughs> nope, no, no, you know, I. Um, time to, uh, <laughs> just like so long as like just like the, my my only my only like buy-in on this is is it the act of which it, it, I don't want to die. Oh from yeah, it. you don't know kind of like we we both have to be able to walk like, away okay from this. Like I, I'm not I'm not gonna call you afterwards. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go kiss and tell. Like, space aids, man. Space aids. See, but you know, see, it's worth. It. I think it's worth it. I'm going to take a little segue on that. I mean, not really, but kind of. Um, <laughs> once upon a time, um, I'll, I'll tell a little story. Um, when we, when I, like in the 
early days of this podcast, like, I mean, earlier, earlier, I was spitballing some ideas with some friends on an episode topic. I was going to say, we're, we're on what, episode three? Yeah, we're on episode three, so we're still This is the but, early days. <laughs> yeah, th- 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 these are the early days. But anyways, there was a, <laughs> the topic that we were thinking about actually doing. conceptual days. Yeah, was <laughs> alien genitalia, okay? And <laughs> it's funny because, okay, I read this information in a book. Disclosure, I read this information in a book when I was like 10 years old in my school library, okay? Supposedly, gray aliens have like this weird three-pronged dick, okay? And... <laughs> it's like three or four sets and it rotates and the female we'll, has we'll three or four it. indent sets and they rotate yeah no yeah yeah wait you saw that too yeah no i i i <laughs> while we were actually talking i've been like perusing pictures and things and right right articles, and that was just one of them it was like here's an alien schlong what i th- they what can't I th- wear pants and the telepathic what I think of is just like a power out plug and you just plug it into the wall and that's it's, yeah, that's, it's like that's the ones that you, like you just put your dryer plug into the goofy thing just monk, ah what are you doing oh to um so, sorry <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much what it is yeah <laughs> all right I mean we've got we've got horrible horrible horrifying genitalia just from creatures on this earth like ducks if, I'm, oh I'm not going to go into detail, but if you if you don't know what the schlong of a duck looks like, you uh, look it up. You are in for a surprise. What if what if it's like that? What if there's oh more things like worse than that? Uh, fucking look at the lion, man. Fucking spike dick. Okay, they have to go through that all the time. Okay, that's just I'm not built for that. <laughs> oh god. Oh man. That, oh man. Those poor female lions. Okay. <laughs> We're reaching about the end here, but... What? <laughs> Just... Oh, man. Lion. Yeah. 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 Oh, you look... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Don't look it up, but look it up. Anyways. We're going to do some closing... Um, Just closing comments here, really. Um, the intro, if you got... Well, obviously, you would listen to that before you would listen to the outro, I hope. But if you did listen to it, the creator of that intro um, is actually on the podcast tonight. Oh. That's Kyler. So, um, Kyler, for all of your music, how can people find that? And if they wanted to, buy it. Uh, If you want to listen to it as many times as you want without having to actually pay for it, uh, you can go to soundcloud.com. You can look up my profile, which is Sage, S-A-G-E, Aaron, A-E-R-O-N. Or you can look up the same name on Bandcamp, and that would allow you to then purchase the seven-track album that the music that you heard earlier came from. You can choose to purchase it as a whole, or you can do individual songs if that's what you want as well. Cool. And I just want to say that the intro is, I mean, it's not the full song. If you want to listen to, like, the intro does not do the song justice. Trust me, look up the songs. They're amazing. Um, but yeah, um, let's see. 
All right. Um, so what, what what do you want to do for like a next episode? Um, I think I think like I'm gonna let you do, choose this one. I think for the next one we should do. Uh, I think we should each pull a point, and it should be based entirely around like where the best place in. We'll, we'll, let's say we won't do the world. Let's just say the United States. We'll go continental for okay. us where we think the best place to put an actual hidden secret base would be. Okay. I mean, I'm just trying to think how we can, like... Think about that, though. Like, like, so, come in with a point, like, here's where I think a good place would be. Here's why I think it would be a good place. You know, right. it's, it's XYZ from, you know, this location. You know, just... You know, sell sell each other on it. Really try to figure out, you know, where in the continental U.S. you think a really like hidden in plain sight kind of like secret military base would be. Oh, so kind of like a uh, you know like a like a thirty thirty minute debate on uh, the best location. To, oh, oh man, I already probably got an amazing one. I'm not gonna say now. I'm not gonna spoil the next episode. But Mount Rushmore. <laughs> well, no, but yeah, maybe. But, um, yeah, I'm just trying to think. I mean, we have a few minutes to kill. Um, um, you, you can't kill time. Time is immortal. Oh. Yeah. Um. <laughs> okay. Let's wrap it then. Well, hold on, hold on. How can people find you if they want to discuss things? Um... Uh, if you don't have anything, that's fine. I would say the easiest ways are, uh, again, the aforementioned places where the music comes from. I believe both of those have messaging systems um, and would and allow you to I get also more directly you... in contact. Oh, okay. I believe I also have you on the download radio page. Uh, yes, not, I believe I you do. Definitely I believe you. Are. Yeah, okay. All right. And Well, uh, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll segue into that a little bit. Um, go ahead and follow us on download radio. Um, on facebook.com um, if you want to get in touch with any of us just send us a message we usually reply very quickly um, I guess that's it really I mean unless you got something else to say no thanks for having me on tonight yeah anytime take it easy everybody uh, I, look, I look forward to seeing where you want to hide your base <laughs> <laughs>